وأفضل الصلاة وأتم التسليم على أشرف الأنبياء سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد كلما ذكرك الذاكرون وغفل عن ذكرك الغافلون وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد أبد الآبدين يا رب العالمين وبعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم the truth is, a person is only praised when he stands up for his master, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. The dog of the people of Al-Kahf was mentioned in Al-Quran Al-Kareem as being the dog that sat on the porch of the people of Al-Kahf. And those Najdiya, the likes of Murtada Khan, and this new one, Imran Nut, these people see it as an aib, a defect for a person to call himself the dog, the servant of the Messenger wasallam. Why? Because in reality they are the dogs of Najd. And they don't like being called the dogs of Al-Madinatul Munawwara. I will tell you why. This woman, this goofy woman known as Condoleezza Rice, came to Jaziratul Arab recently and her birthday was celebrated by the government which currently has occupied the occupied territories known as Jaziratul Arab. There are two places, two holy sanctuaries which have been occupied. One is Al-Quds al-Sharif which the Zionists have taken hold of. And remember, our history only extending 100 years back you will remember that the Bedouins of Najd rebelled against the Ottoman Empire and they took hold of the two holy sanctuaries. During that time, the British also took over Jerusalem and they gave that land, Al-Quds al-Sharif, to the Yahud at a later period. That is one place which is occupied today and the other one is Al-Haramain, the two holy sanctuaries of Mecca al-Mukarrama and al-Madinatul Munawwara. I say this, why? Because all Western franchises have been opened in those two holy sanctuaries, yet the so-called Hayatul Amri Bil Ma'ruf wa Nahiya Anil Munkar have failed in Nahiya Anil Munkar, prohibiting the evil, to the extent that their forefather, Abdul Aziz bin Baz, wrote a fatwa in which he allowed the commemoration of Muhammad bin Abdul Wahhab Day. This is a photocopy of the fatwa. And if anyone doubts it, it is Majmu'u Fatawa wa Maqalatun Mutanawi'atun. It states, Ta'leef al-Faqiri ila Afwi Rabbihi Abdil Aziz bin Abdillahi bin Abdil Rahman bin Baz. And this particular one has been published in Darul Qasim. And it is published in Riyadh. The, even the postal uh, address, the post box is six. 373 if anyone wants to send them a letter and the fax is 4033150 if someone wants to fax them don't forget to place the Saudi code into this also this man throughout his life he condemned the, the Mawlid throughout his life him and Saleh al-Uthaymeen wrote many fatawa which these people at Hartup Road and Green Lane Building and the right street garage. All these people 
they followed this man Abdul Aziz bin Baz. Yet they failed to condemn this man Abdul Aziz bin Baz, who gave the verdict that the celebration of Muhammad bin Abdul Wahab Day is allowed. And they even held this a few years back on Coventry Road. And they landed in their hundreds with their younger brother's thobe and polluted our roads. But yet they have the audacity to condemn the, the celebration of the mawlid of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. With me, I have Al-Kutub Sitta, Sahih al-Bukhari, Sahih Muslim, Sunan Abu Dawood, Sunan al-Nasai, Sunan ibn Majah, Al-Jami'u Tirmidhi. And I also had Al-Musannaf of Ibn Abi Shaybah, Al-Musannaf of Abdul Razak, and the Majma'u Zawaid of Nuruddin Al-Haytami, and many other works. But intellects are very small nowadays. Maybe it's the pollution in these areas, or the water, that they always mention, Kullu bid'atin dalala. Every innovation is misguidance. In Al-Jami'u Tirmidhi, in the chapter of Tafsir, Tafsir of Surah Al-Sad, it mentions that the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Wasallam saw Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And in that hadith, the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Wasallam states, عَلِمْتُ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ I knew whatever is in the heavens and on the earth. In the same chapter, the wording is, تَجَلَّ لِكُلُّ شَيْءٍ وَعَرَفْتُ Everything became apparent for me and I knew it. Tajalla li kullu shay'in. We asked the Najdi, who has a problem with the knowledge of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam, kullu shay'. Akhi, the word kullu is used. Kullu shay'. But they do not believe the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam knew everything in the heavens and the earth. There they make specifics. In that hadith they make specifics that this incident happened, he did not know this. But when it comes to the hadith, Kullu bid'atin dalala, they state every innovation. Yet, Muhammad bin Abdul Wahab day is allowed according to Abdul Aziz bin Baz. Let me give you another example of the atrocious fatawa these people have been given. This work is the work of a dissident from Yemen who has passed away now. Another desert storm, Mufti. He has a work which he called Riyadul Jannah Firraddi ala Adai Sunnah. And he wrote another book alongside this called Atali'a Firraddi ala Ghulati Shia. But the third one is what concerns us. The third book is Hukmul Qubbatil Mabniyati ala Qabri Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. The ruling relating to the dome on the grave of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. This desert storm believes that the dome of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam must be destroyed. And this book is sold here. If you go down to their haunts, you will see this book being sold. But many of you Pakistanis, especially from the Mirpuri Kashmir background, and especially the ones who have turned into Najdi, those idiots, they don't read Arabic. They just follow these people. Some of them will come having learnt at uh, uh, the Medina University, and you will be impressed. But have you ever bothered checking what these people have written? 
They believe that the green dome of the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam must be demolished. Why? Because they believe it is bid'ah. It is innovation. Now, any one of those names, Imran, Nut, and Murtada Khan. Some people said to me, you pronounce the name of Murtada even better than he can. With the tajweed of the Dad. You know this group, so-called Sudo Ahlul Hadith in the Indian subcontinent, they, wrote, they would promote that when you read Waladhalin, you read it as Waladhalin. And they accuse us of tampering with tajweed. But do you know, Shamsuddin Muhammad ibn al-Jazari, the Imam of Qiraat and Tajweed in Egypt. Al-Imam, Shamsuddin Muhammad ibn al-Jazari, he has a famous poem known as Al-Jazariya. He is the Imam of Al-Qiraat and Al-Tajweed. He also celebrated Mawlid. So where does the Sanad, the chain of the so-called Qurra of the Wahhabiyyah go back to? If they have a chain of narration in the Qiraat, in the ten recitations and more, the Qiraat, through whom does your chain of Qiraat go through? It goes through the likes of Ibn al-Jazari rahimahullah ta'ala. So, let's not be ignorant of these fatawa that these people have written, the likes of, of Muqbil al-Wadi'i from Yemen, and the likes of Abdul Aziz bin Saud, Abdul Aziz bin Baz, you see, Abdul Aziz bin Saud is the founder of the Saudi dynasty. Now, anyone who has a problem with the Mawlid, the commemoration of the Mawlid, he does not have a problem with people from Azad Kashmir, from Mirpur, and these districts who only celebrate the Mawlid. He does not have a problem with people from Punjab. He does not have a problem with people from Multan. He does not have a problem with people from Karachi. He has a problem with Al-Imam Jalaluddin Al-Suyuti who has his Al-Hawi Lil-Fatawi in which Al-Imam Jalaluddin Al-Suyuti who passed away in 9-11. In this work, he wrote a book called Hasan Al-Maqsid Fi Amal Al-Mawlid in which he gave the fatwa that the commemoration of the Mawlid is not a bid'ah dalala, a bad innovation. In fact, it is a good practice. And he quotes the likes, as you can see, I marked off. He quotes the likes of Imam Al-Hafidh Ibn Hajar, Al-Asqalani, the author of Fath al-Bari, the commentary on the Sahih of Imam al-Bukhari. The Najdiya have a disease. They only quote Imam Al-Hafidh Ibn Hajar, when it suits them or when they think it suits them. But Al-Imam Al-Hafidh Ibn Hajar, the commentator on the Sahih of Al-Imam Al-Bukhari, he wrote a fatwa that the commemoration of the Mawlid is allowed. And he even gave a hadith for it from the Sahih of Al-Imam Muslim. You know, our brain cells, unfortunately, the audiences do not have patience when Arabic is being recited from my experience. But if anyone, any nut, has a problem, I have the fatwa here from Al-Hafidh Ibn Hajar rahimahullah ta'ala. The fatwa from Muhammad Ibn Al-Jaziri rahimahullah ta'ala. And the fatwa from Al-Imam Jalaluddin Al-Sayuti rahimahullah ta'ala. In fact, that Najdi who can refute this, this fatwa of Al-Imam Jalaluddin Al-Sayuti, he must come past me first. And this is not mere talk because Murtada, whose name I pronounce better than he does, he came to Hartup Road, and I did attend, I came 
people from Al-Amraq, even the Najdiya were witnesses to this. And I went to the tent, and they made me wait in the tent outside. And then he done a legger. <laughs> then he done a legger. And he was whisked away. Why? Because when we become technical, they say, Ahi, the, the deen is simple, then why do you need ulama? Why were all these books written? Were these ulama stupid? Refuge with Allah is sought? No. These books were written because the deen is not black and white. It is not as simple as those who believe that the earth is flat, which Bin Baz, by the way, did. So, Al-Hawi Lil-Fatawi, in this book, Al-Hafidh Ibn Hajar, Rahmallahu Ta'ala, has given the fatwa that Mawlid, the commemoration of Mawlid is a good practice. Al-Imam Muhammad Ibn Al-Jazari, Rahmallahu Ta'ala, has given the fatwa that Mawlid is a good practice. Al-Imam Jalaluddin Al-Sayuti, Rahmallahu Ta'ala, has given the fatwa that the Mawlid is a good practice. The verse that was recited, Ruh al-Ma'ani. قُلْ بِفَضْلِ اللَّهِ وَبِرَحْمَتِهِ فَبِذَلِكَ فَلْيَفْرَحُوا هُوَ خَيْرٌ مِمَّا يَجْمَعُونَ This verse in Al-Quran Al-Kareem say that with the bounty of Allah and His mercy, let them show joyous celebration. فَلْيَفْرَحُوا If someone contests the translation of فَلْيَفْرَحُوا after telling me what Sira this word is, he must show me the translation of this from Mufradatu Al-Fadil Qur'an. And then we, we can continue discussion. In this work, Ruhul Ma'ani, now this is one tafsir work. But in other tafsir like Ad-Durul Manthur, this work, in this work, which is a reliable tafsir work, he has under this verse the narration that he states, أَخْرَجَ أَبُوْ الشَّيْخِ عَنْ ابْنِ عَبَّاسٍ From who? Sayyiduna Abdullah bin Abbas radiallahu anhuma, who is the cousin of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam, regarding whom Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam said, Allahumma faqihu fi din wa allimu wa ta'wil. Oh Allah, give him superlative understanding and give him the correct interpretation, meaning of Al-Quran. He states, أن الفضل العلم والرحمة محمد صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم. He states that the rahma in this verse is referring to Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم. Let me tell you another narration so this can burn the nawasib. It states after that وأخرج الخطيب وابن عساكر عنه تفسير الفضل بالنبي صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم. وَالرَّحْمَةِ بِعَلِيٍّ كَرَمَ اللَّهُ وَجْهَهُ الْكَرِيمِ That the fadl, the virtue which is mentioned here is the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam and the mercy is Sayyiduna Ali كَرَمَ اللَّهُ وَجْهَهُ الْكَرِيمِ Ahlul Sunnati wal Jama'ah do not have a problem with this. The people who have a problem with this are those who have a family with the pure family of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. One incident in the Sahih of Imam al-Bukhari we have regarding Abu Lahab. Now, you know, I bought this version of Siha Sitta because it is published in Darul Salam, the Najdi publishing house. We also have our version of the Sahih of Imam al Bukhari. This is just one volume. Because we, the Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah, this is the Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah Nuskha, we do not publish our Sahih without commentary. 
So every time Dick and Harry can read Bukhari and make rulings? No. This we study with teachers, the six books of Hadith. And around it we have commentary. And as you know, the text does not even have the tashkil, the, what you call Zabar and Zer and Pesh. You have to read it without. But I bought this version because it has the tashkil. So if anyone wants to read a Hadith today, he can have the ease of reading the tashkil version. But the hadith is narrated in the Sahih of Imam al-Bukhari that Abu Lahab was seen in the dream of one of his relatives. And in other narrations they mention that the relative was Sayyiduna Abbas radiallahu The uncle of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. It states... قَالَ عُرْوَةُ Urwa stated وَثُوَيْبَةُ مَوْلَاتٌ لِأَبِي لَهَبٍ That Thawayba is the slave girl of Abu Lahab وَكَانَ أَبُو لَهَبٍ أَعْتَقَهَا فَأَرْضَعَةِ النَّبِيَّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَآلِهِ وَسَلَّمُ Abu Lahab freed this slave girl and she she fostered the messenger صلى الله عليه وآلِهِ وَسَلَّمُ Why did he free her? This is mentioned in the commentaries like Fathul Bari. When he was given the news that the Messenger was born, he freed the slave girl. What happened? When Abu Lahab died, that some of his family saw him in the worst of states. He said to him, what came about regarding you? قال أبو لهب لم ألقى بعدكم غير أني سقيت في هذه بعتاقتي ثويبة. He states that after I left you, nothing comes to me except I am given water with my finger after I freed, after I freed ثويبة. The background to this, Fath al-Bari and Umdat al-Qari. The commentaries, the reliable commentaries of the Sahih of Imam al-Bukhari, you will find in these reliable commentaries that they mention, the background to this was that he freed her when the news of the birth of the Messenger ﷺ was brought to him. Because of that, he was given the benefit of having some water. Now someone may say that how can a disbeliever benefit? Remember Abu Talib. Some people hold the opinion that Abu Talib passed away on disbelief. The Messenger states that I took him out of the depths of hellfire and brought him to the shallow parts of the hellfire. This was regarding Abu Talib. In the same way, in Umdatul Qari and in Fathul Bari, both of these works, the authors Al-Hafidh ibn Hajar ta'ala, and Al-Imam Al-Aini ta'ala, Badruddin Al-Aini ta'ala, this author passed away in 855. And this one passed away in 856, Al-Hijri. Both of them state that the only way a kafir, a disbeliever can benefit is when it is specific to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Meaning if they do something which is in the favor of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa they will benefit from this action like Abu Lahab did. So what thought regarding the one who is a Muslim and he commemorates the mawlid of the messenger sallallahu alayhi Especially in an age where people are drawing cartoons of our Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam and insulting him openly the likes of Salman Rushdi la'natullahi alayhi. Then, 
We have a hadith in the Sahih of Imam Muslim, Rahmatullah Ta'ala, in which the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Wasallam is asked regarding the day of Monday, why he fasts on the day of Monday. The hadith is, عن أبي قتادة الأنصاري رضي الله عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم سئل عن صوم الاثنين فقال فيه ولدت وفيه أنزل علي In the Sahih of Imam Muslim it states that the Messenger صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم was asked why does he fast on the day of Monday The Messenger صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم replied that on the day of Monday I was born and on the day of Monday the Qur'an was revealed upon me, showing out of thankfulness the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi fasted, out of thankfulness for his birth. So, if this shukr, thankfulness is shown by Muslims, by fasting, or by doing any other way which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has allowed in sharia, no one can prohibit it. This is why the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi said in the hadith narrated by Imam al-Hakim al-Mustadrak, ما سكت عنه عفوا whatever I state silent regarding it is forgiven. So if someone decides to commemorate the birth of the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wa sallam by conducting gatherings throughout the year and most specifically on the twelfth of Ar Rabi' then this is allowed in the Sharia al Islamiyah and this is the fatwa of Imam Jalaluddin al Suyuti rahmallahu taala, Imam al Hafiz ibn Hajar rahmallahu taala, and even al Hafiz ibn Hajar al Makki rahmallahu taala. Then, with regard to the Laylatul Isra wal Mi'raj, when the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ascended, and Laylatul Isra wal Mi'raj, he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was told by Sayyiduna Jibreel alayhi salam to pray two cycles of prayer. After finishing, Sayyiduna Jibreel alayhi salam said, do you know where you have prayed? And the full narration is, in Sunan al-Nasai. The full narration is found in the Sunan of Al-Imam al-Nasai. You find the narration that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam after having prayed Sayyiduna Jibreel alayhi salam said that do you know where you have prayed? And the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam said, I do not. And Sayyiduna Jibreel alayhi salam replied that you have prayed in the place where Sayyiduna Isa alayhi salam was born. Showing that the place where the Anbiya alayhi salatu salam are born and the time also is very significant. Otherwise, why would have Sayyiduna Jibreel alayhi salam made them have ordered the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to pray at that very place. This is found in the Sunan of Imam al-Nasai. Then we have in the Jami' of Imam al-Tirmidhi rahmallahu ta'ala, because the reason why I mention this is the article has a narration from Al-Adab al-Mufrad of Imam al-Bukhari that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not like people standing up for him. Did not like people standing up for him. But in Al-Jami' Al-Tirmidhi, we find that whenever the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would enter the room, 
Sayyidah Fatima radiallahu anha would stand up for the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam, kiss the blessed hand of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam, and make the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam sit in her place. And whenever Sayyidah Fatima radiallahu anha would walk into the room, the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam would do the same. This is in Al-Jami'ah of Imam Al-Tirmidhi, which I have marked off here. And that same hadith is not mentioned here by the Wahhabis in the article. They do not mention that hadith. They only mention the hadith which condemns people liking others for standing up for them. This without doubt is disliked if someone likes people standing up for them. But how does it apply to the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Then another narration they mentioned in here was لا تطروني كما أطرت النصارى ابن مريم do not exaggerate my praise like the Christians exaggerated the praise of the son of Mary. They mentioned this also in here, out of context. Why? The similarity was given between the Christians in excessively praising Sayyiduna Isa a.s. How do the Christians excessively praise Sayyiduna Isa a.s.? They say he is God. Do the Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah say such things? billah. Like was mentioned earlier, the very fact we are saying Mawlid, birth, shows we do not believe the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is not Allah. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states, Lam yalid wa lam yulad. He does not give birth and he was not sired. He was, birth was not given to him. So, that hadith is also taken out of context. Ibn Sayyid al-Nas compiled a whole book where he compiled the over 200 names of companions who sang the praise of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That book is known as Minahul Madh, Ibn Sayyid al-Nas, where he compiles the poetry the companions sang in praise of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we also know the famous poem which the companions sang, Banat Su'ad, which is a famous poem the companions sang in praise of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The books of hadith are filled with Poems and praise of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. With regard to al-bid'ah, we have hilyatul awliya, where al-imam al-shafi'i radiallahu ta'ala an states, regarding what? Al-bid'ah. Regarding? Al-bid'ah. Al-imam al-shafi'i radiallahu ta'ala an. Al-imam al-shafi'i radiallahu an was from who? As-salaf al-salihun. And... The Najdiyah, they call themselves Salafi. If they indeed follow a Salafu Salihun, then let's see if they accept Al-Imam Shafi'i radiallahu an. Al-Imam Shafi'i radiallahu an stated, as narrated by Harmalat ibn Yahya, qala sami'tu Muhammad ibn Idris al-Shafi'i yaqul, al-bid'atu bid'atan, bid'atun mahmoodatun wa bid'atun madhmoomatun, fama waqafa sunnata fawa mahmoodun, wama khalafa sunnata fawa madhmoomun, wahtajja biqawli Umar ibn al-Khattabi fi qiyami Ramadan, ni'mati al-bid'atu hiya. That he states, I heard al-Imam al-Shafi'i radiallahu an state, Bid'ah is two types. Praiseworthy bid'ah. What type of bid'ah? Praiseworthy bid'ah. And condemned bid'ah, bid'ah mazmumah. Whatever is in accordance with the sunnah, then it is praiseworthy. And whatever opposes the sunnah, then it is despicable and not praiseworthy. And he used as evidence. Who used as evidence? Al-Imam al-Shafi'i radiallahu an. 
he used as evidence the saying of Sayyiduna Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu an, where he said, Na'matil bid'atu hiya, referring to what? The taraweeh, but not the taraweeh itself. The Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam conducted the taraweeh prayer only for three days in jama'ah. And Sayyiduna Umar radiallahu an instated the practice of jama'ah for throughout the month. And Sayyiduna Umar radiallahu an said, Ni'matil bid'atu hadihi. What a good bid'ah this is. And Imam Shafi based on that says, whatever is in accordance with the sunnah of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam, then it is praiseworthy bid'ah. Now, Sayyiduna Al-Imam Jalaluddin Suyuti rahmallahu ta'ala in Al-Hawil Al-Fatawi, which is here, he mentions another hadith narrated by Imam Al-Bayhaqi, and it is also mentioned by Al-Bazar in his Musnad, and Nuruddin Al-Haytami also mentions this in Majma'u Zawa'id, that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam, even though he's aqiqah, everyone know what aqiqah is. Aqiqah is when a newborn is born, you make a sacrifice for him. The grandfather of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam, who we believe was a believer, who we believe is a believer, this nut, his own forefathers were Hindus, his own forefathers were Hindus, yet he has the audacity, and all Najdi have the audacity, to attack the forefathers of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. The Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam also performed aqiqah on the day he was born, when he sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam announced his prophethood. After announcing his prophethood, the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam performed aqiqah in thankfulness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now let me ask you something. There is an individual who every Monday and every other day fasts in order to, in order to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the birth of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. He sacrifices meat and distributes this to people in order to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because the verse of the Quran says, فَلْيَفْرَحُوا Let them show joyous celebration. And he does this throughout the year, and he does this especially during the month of Ar-Rabi'ah. Is this bid'ah mahmudah or is it bid'ah madhmuma? It is bid'ah mahmudah, praiseworthy bid'ah. Why? Because it is in accordance with the sunnah of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. And the person can show thankfulness not only in these limited ways, he can show thankfulness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in as many ways as he wants, as long as they do not go against sharia. And I will make this very clear as well. The stance of Ahl Sunnati wal Jama'ah is against mixed gatherings of women and men. The stance of Ahl Sunnati wal Jama'ah is against those practices which are specific to the Jews and Christians. Because the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, as narrated by Imam Abu Dawood, مَنْ تَشَبَّهَ بِقَوْمٍ فَهُوَ مِنْهُمْ Whoever imitates a people, he is from amongst them. So we condemn those practices. But as the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam, when he came to Al-Madinatul Munawwara, he saw that the Jews were fasting on the 10th of Muharram. And the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam said, نَحْنُ أَوْلَى بِمُوسَى We have more right to Musa alayhi salam. What is the difference between this and Christmas? We condemn those so-called Ahl-Sunnah, they are not Ahl-Sunnah. Anyone who celebrates Christmas is not Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah. Why is Christmas condemned? Christmas is condemned because it is a pagan festival 25th of December. If someone can actually tell us the date of birth of Sayyiduna Isa alayhi salam, that would be different. 
But no one knows the actual date of birth of Sayyiduna Isa alayhi salam. 25th of December was a European invention. And it is a pagan festival. This is why we condemn the celebration of Christmas. It is not the position of Ahl Sunnati wal Jama'ah to celebrate Christmas. After having said all of this, after having mentioned Abdul Aziz bin Bazi's fatwa, anyone who has any questions on the subject I have discussed, on the ahadith I have mentioned, if they have a point to mention, they are free to stand up and ask a question. And if they have any alim who is willing to debate the mawlid, then I am willing to accept their challenge. Any alim, whether he belongs to the Obandiyah, whether he belongs to so-called Ahlul Hadith, whether he belongs to the Shia Rawafid, we are willing to debate them. You give us the time, we will organize the conditions of the debate. He must not be a jahil. He must not be a jahil. Because jahils waste our time. Like this man, Anjam Chaudhry, so-called Anjam from London, who runs this group, uh, Al-Ghuraba, and signs on also. He signs on also, but this man, he came to Al-Amraq, and I met him and he claimed that there's weak hadith in the Sahih of Imam Muslim. And he claimed there's no such thing as ijma' as a source of law. I realized the man is a jahil, and his followers are also jahil. But the people who are resident, Imran Nut, Murtada Khan, Abu Khadija, and Abu Usama, Usama Hassan, Swaib, and Haddad, if you can defend this fatwa of bin Baz, I am ready to come and debate you. you if you can debate this fatwa of bin Baz, I am ready to debate you. Or if you want to debate this issue which you have made regarding the green dome, that the green dome should be destroyed. Any Najdi who is willing to defend this fatwa, I as a dog at the door of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa ready to defend this. جب تلک یہ چاند تارے جل ملاتے جائیں گے تب تلک جشنِ بلادت ہم مناتے جائیں گے